1: Welcome to another edition of Talk of Champions Short Sessions. I'm your host, Zach Barry. Busy, busy weekend across Black Ole Miss athletics, no athletics. Change your clothes realm. Uh, universe i guess we can call it uh, you know steal from marvel a little bit uh, before i bring in my guest i want to remind you this show is powered by the good folks at college corner three locations if you're in oxford go check them out Sisk avenue they got tons and, tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of swag merch gifts they got tailgating supplies you want to beat the rush for baseball which is going to be here before we know it or you want to get some stuff for the grove for next fall easily the most highly anticipated season ever for Ole miss football it's going to be a wild one in the grove go see scott and the folks at college corner they have got all of your merch needs for old they got real tree they got peach bowl swag they still got some college world series champions swag in there go check them out if you're not in oxford you can hit them up at Ridgeland or in Flowood. 500 Highway 51 in Ridgeland, 103 Laurel Park Cove in Flowwood. If you're not an analog person, if you want to be a little more digital, go check them out, collegecornerstore.com. Tons and tons and tons of stuff there. That is collegecornerstore.com, the proud title sponsor of this show. All right, let's do it. Been a minute, and by been a minute, I mean with a capital M. Been a long time. Our good buddy Grayson Weir, the offensive line enthusiast, is back in the studio. Buddy, what's up,
2: man? It, a minute with a capital M is right. It has been far too long since we have run this back, but gosh, it feels so good. Life is good, you know. We're out here, the revs are hot, baseball's yeah. coming up, football. I mean, we can bang that drum all day, we got to still yeah. a few months away, but. I mean, goodness gracious, this is a great time to be an Ole Miss Rebel.
1: Yeah, and look, let's get into it. And I know some people are going to kind of groan or moan or whatever. Ole Miss loses ninety-one seventy-seven on Saturday to Auburn. But uh, a good Auburn team, it's so weird. I believe still have yet to get a quad one win, but still a top 15 team, I think, with the new poll, uh, Bruce Pearl Company, good squad just with net and everything. It's weird with no quad one wins. Um, It was a a phenomenal environment. The crowd was great. You had Morgan Freeman there. You had all the football, uh, the transfer portal signees, the high school signees were there. Lane Kiffin was there rocking a home field apparel, bomber jacket, shout out to the folks at home field. Um, Look, a loss, never fun. No one likes to lose, but uh, there was a quote after the game, or I guess it was before the game, but Bruce Pearl mentioned it after the game in the post-game press conference that I thought was was pretty cool and I want to get your thoughts on. Um, he told Chris Beard before the game, he said, quote, what you've done in six months took me three years to do at Auburn. Um, and that is pretty wild because, look, I've drawn some parallels to Pearl and to Beard with – Uh, you know, once Chris Beard was hired, a lot of people, ah, he'll be there maybe one, two years and he's going to, then he's going to leave. Um, which he could, uh, you know, there's some jobs that could open up that I think would, would tickle his fancy. Um, you know, probably looking at Kentucky, if John Calipari can't get it together, uh, you know, what's, how much longer is Bill Self going to coach, uh, out at Kansas? Um, a lot of, a lot of hullabaloo about Louisville and what they've got going on there, but, I talked a lot about Pearl and and when he got hired at Auburn that was kind of what everybody said too, right? He was at Tennessee, wildly successful, gets, you know, let go there because of the barbecue whatever, stupid. You know, rehab stint at Auburn, right? Everybody's like, "Ah, you know, one two years whatever. Like Charles Barkley's not there anymore. It's not a basketball school." Nope, still there. He's been been there for over a decade. Turned him into a basketball school essentially. Um So, yeah, I mean, I could see a certain path like that for Beard. Now, I'm not saying he's staying at Ole Miss for 15 years, but, yeah, I mean, you get to a place like Auburn, you get everybody bought in, you get some money coming in, you you convince the fans, like, hey, just hang in there with us, we're going to be all right. I think Beard's kind of in that same spot, right?
2: I think so. I mean – the fans have already bought in. So shout out to the fans, you know, down there, especially the students, that the environment on Saturday and, oh, yeah. and last week when state came to town was absolutely erect electric. So shout out to those guys, um, you know, for showing up and showing out and they're getting there early. They're uh, funkies did the half off drinks or whatever it was for that, that first 30 minutes. They're doing everything right to make it. So people care about this basketball team. And that wasn't the case. Two years ago, that wasn't the case last year. Yeah. Um, so this is a really impressive thing, and I think you're right, Bruce Pearl. I mean, when you look at the numbers um, and what Bruce Pearl did, he really did take him three, almost four full years. I mean, he started 15 yeah. and 20, he went 11 and 20, 18 and 14, and then 26 and 8 in year four. So really, it took him four years. Um, and I mean, there's still a long way to go this season. Chris Beard, for all we know, they could lose out, right? And and then you're looking at a different conversation. That's not going to happen. Um, I'm struggling a little bit to buy into this team right away because I did go to Knoxville and I just saw that inability to in person to get the job done on the road. So that was tough. Um, Yeah. That was a hard one to swallow. And so it's, it's, it's hard. It it, it wasn't
1: any better from the floor, Grayson.
2: Oh, sweet flex. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I mean, it's hard to buy in after watching that one in person. And then this weekend, I mean, you can't get the job done if you're going to get out rebounded like that the way that Alburn just dominated the boards. I mean, Sharp being out was a big loss, of course. Um, yeah. But this team is good. I mean, it's a tournament team. Joe Lenardi's got all Miss as an eight seed right now against Utah. I think you're going to struggle a little bit in that seven, eight, nine seed. I think that's a death sentence. Um, yeah. But to go back to what Pearl said, I mean, Chris Beard has done – And I think that part of that, too, is the transfer portal in the new era, right? When Mm -hmm. Pearl took over in 2014, it wasn't quite the same landscape as it is today. Transfer Transfer portal was a thing a little bit, but NIL wasn't and et cetera. So that helped Chris Beard build this team kind of overnight. But also, I mean, credit where credit is due. Kermit Davis recruited some dogs. You know, there are some players in the team that Kermit Davis – is responsible for and he deserves his credit for being a great recruiter he couldn't get the job done in terms of wins and losses great recruiter this team had the bones and Chris Beard came in and and flipped the the holes overnight um so for for him to get that praise for somebody who is a legend I mean Bruce Pearl's a legend of the game when you ultimately look back on college basketball in the 2010s even really the just the the 2000s to whenever Pearl decides to retire, his name will be up there. He may not be a Mount Rushmore guy, but he'll be up there. And so for him to turn around and give Chris Beard that praise is very telling about where this program is and how quickly it happened. So I'm impressed. Um, I'm hesitant, but I'm very impressed so far. I
1: think that's a great point, which you brought up with the portal and with NIL, um, I think that, I mean, look at Lane Giffen. Everybody said the same thing about Kiffin. They said, oh, you know, he, he left FAU just to get back into the SEC. He's going to try to go somewhere else bigger. Um, and then you turn around, and he's been at all Miss coming up on, what, year five, year six? My math is terrible. But, it, yeah, I mean, that levels the playing field. Yeah, fifth year, because 2019. Um, 2020 first full season, whatever. Um so I think that that's big for Ole Miss because, you know, I've heard a lot of speculation about some influx and in NIL funds over the past couple of weeks, uh, some big time money coming in. People have certainly bought in with football. I think Beard has really turned a corner with basketball. I know when he first arrived, I had several people tell me, he was out there fundraising on his own, like just generating any kind of interest. He was talking to anyone that would listen, Hey, we're going to win. We're going to win now. There's no, hesitation no hitch in his giddy up when he was talking about that um, I've talked with several national college basketball folks about it um, I talked with Jeff Goodman a couple months ago about it and he said the same thing he's I don't think it's gonna take him long um you know there are folks you know even the the ever elusive mysterious truly Donovan said the same thing he was like I'm not, I'm not shocked like this is no surprise. Like, this is what Chris Beard does. He did it at Little Rock. He did it at Texas Tech. He was doing it at Texas before he was let go there. I mean, Ole Miss starts out 13-0, um, five and 5-4 and since that start. But, I mean, if you're an Ole Miss basketball fan and someone said, hey, Chris Beard's first year, you're going to get out to an 18-4 and start. Everyone is signing that in blood immediately. Um, but, yeah, what you said about the portal and NIL, I think that that's a big-time uh, – that's a huge factor when looking at it in terms of would Chris Beard stay at Ole Miss. I think as long as the NIL situation is good, as long as people are supporting the program, because look, I know people are, are up in arms about it, but it's just reality. The Tuesday night games not being sold out. It's just, it's close to impossible. Yeah, Oxford's not a big city. It's not close to a huge Metro area it's hard for people to make it to a game for a six, seven o'clock tip. After work, they got kids, you know, maybe you got to find a babysitter. Maybe you want to take your kids. I mean, it's just, it's hard to do every single game, every single week, but like the weekends, that's where you got to hit it. You got to get people in the seats. And I think the most important thing, and he's already done it, Grayson, students. Just have a student section that's there, engaged, loud, involved. That's really where it starts. If you can have that and then just kind of have people filtering in for the weekdays and then on the weekends you knock it out of the park, especially for an SEC game like Ole Miss did on Saturday, I think that's where Beard will get the buy-in and will see himself, which he already knows. He, He said it. Like It's working. Like The culture, that's the word that the staff uses so much, culture. I think the culture is already there through 22
2: games. Without a doubt it is. I mean, the student section is the perfect example. I mean, when you look at going back to when I was there, you know, I think the biggest game I can remember was the 2014 uh, Mississippi state game at the tad pad. That was the only time I saw, you know, I guess there was that NIT game as well. I actually had to miss that one, which was such a bummer, but I hadn't seen a crowd uh, like Saturday ever. At Ole Miss basketball, ever I mean, period. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a huge testament to those students showing up at eleven thirty on a game day for a five o'clock tip, six o'clock tip, whatever it was. That's a big deal. I mean, would it be great if we had the the Dukes in the North Carolina environment? Yeah. Absolutely. But you can't get that at a school like Ole Miss. You can't get that at Florida. You can't even really get that anywhere in the SEC other than Kentucky, maybe Tennessee. So for Ole Miss to be doing what it's doing and drawing this fan interest in the student interest right away is the perfect place to start because that gets the ball rolling. Once you push that snowball off the Hill, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that culture is going to continue to build. And that culture is something that the staff, like you said, it continues to emphasize. And so if they can get these people to buy in, everything else will come with it.
1: Looking at uh, what's coming up for Ole Miss tomorrow, at South Carolina, which, man, out of nowhere, the Gamecocks are for real. I mean, just impressive as hell um, for what I, I don't want to call them mediocre, but they were great a year ago. And, I mean, dude, you flip it to 2024, or, or excuse me, 2023-2024 season, and now you got the Gamecocks in second place in the SEC, seven and two in the conference. and overall, hosting Ole Miss. This is kind of one of those free shots for Ole Miss, in my opinion, because of the hot start. And I think right now Ole Miss needs to focus on winning their games at home. So coming up, that would be against a Missouri team that is bad. Bad, bad, bad. Really shocked at how bad Missouri is. Got to win that one. You come back February 24th for a game against South Carolina at home that's one that you really need to win if you want to impress the selection committee and then you got Alabama
2: I think you got to win at state too I I think you have to win that game I know just from an egg bowl perspective and a rivalry perspective but Mississippi State is a team that's getting a lot more love than maybe we thought they deserved um maybe they and so for that to be a win is what we got to do. You got to go in and you got to be able to win something like that. on the
1: road. Yeah. I, and look, I, I don't think it's a killer if you don't win that one, but yeah, you, you got to win your home games and then steal a couple on the road. I think the one that is easily, easily available to steal March 5th at Georgia, Georgia has been kind of up and down. I think Ole Miss could steal that one. But, yeah, I mean, if you take two from Missouri, both games that you should win, those are going to be just huge, just net bombs if you don't. Um, And then just split with South Carolina. And I think this is a team that is going to be easily in the conversation in that anywhere from 8 to 11 seed range. Uh, Let's go back to it. You mentioned it earlier, and I was actually talking to some people about it on Saturday talking about bracketology and where Ole Miss is at, that 8-9 range sucks. because it's brutal. I mean, sure, huge for the program. You get into the tournament, single-digit seed. You win your first-round game. More than likely, you're playing a one-seed, and it's going to be tough. One-seeds, I don't have the numbers in front of me. Maybe you do. I don't think one-seeds lose second-round games too often. But, hey, another free shot, a big opportunity for your program, you know, going up against – The likes of a Purdue or, you know, a Kansas. I don't know who the one seeds are right now, but, um, yeah, I mean, I I think, you know, maybe a Houston or a Yukon, Arizona, you know, all these is beatable. All these big time programs, that's March Madness. I mean, anybody can be beat on any day, literally. At this point, we can say that definitively now, Grayson, because Virginia (laughs) lost as a one seed. So it can happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, year one, I steal a line from, from Jim Harbaugh. I mean, who's got it better than Ole Miss right now? I mean, this is a great spot to be in year one with Chris Beard. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? 953 and get your free quote today. A new year has arrived. What's your resolution for 2024? How about making sure the roof over your head is well taken care of?
3: Riverland Roofing is here for all your roofing needs, whether it's an inspection, a new roof, or a maintenance program.
2: Riverland Roofing has you covered home or business to give you peace of mind in this, the new year. As a GAF Master Elite contractor, they can offer warranties that last a lifetime. Riverland Roofing is licensed and insured to service Mississippi and its surrounding states. So give Riverland Roofing a call today and make sure you and yours are protected all year round. Call Riverland Roofing at 662-644-4297. That's 662-644-4297. Visit them online at riverlandroofing.com, riverlandroofing.com.
1: It's Riverland Roofing for all of your roofing needs. A proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
2: It feels to some extent that you're playing with house money and that shouldn't be the case because you have these talented transfers that you brought in, you know, like CSA is not, I mean, that's not a house money move, but mm-hmm. at the same time it is because this is almost basketball. This is a team that looked awful last year that was in desperate need of resuscitation and boom, you're injected with life pretty much overnight with one single hire, a couple of additions. So I think if you get into the tournament, which is going to happen at this point, that's a big win. Just even getting in this year, I thought was a big deal. If you had told me a year ago today that Ole Miss would get into the March Madness field of 64 or 68 or whatever it is now, I'm signing that dotted line 100%. To win a game in March Madness, Would be fantastic. When is the last time Ole Miss has done that? I don't even know off the top of my head because all I can think about is freaking Wisconsin. And so you're looking at a situation where, again, kind of house money here. Winning a game in the tournament, that's not supposed to happen. This is lowly Ole Miss. This is just Ole Miss basketball. They get hot sometimes. They win the SEC behind Marshall Henderson. That's not supposed to happen, you know, and now it is. Now is it not only supposed to happen, that's the expectation. If this team does not continue to make the NCAA tournament year after year after year and start to win games, you know, start with one maybe this year, that'd be great. Two next year, three next year. If Beard stays and continues to build this culture and continues to do what it took Bruce Pearl four years to do, I mean, yeah, Bruce Pearl, I'm looking at it right here, he lost in the second round of his fourth year after going 26 and eight Mm -hmm. Ole Miss is on pace to be in a similar spot in the first year. And so that's really, I mean, that's a really impressive Testament to what Chris Beard has done. And, and, and there are obviously criticisms about whether this team can continue to do this. I think you can probably only go as far as somebody like Breakfield can take you. Um, I, I think there will be need to be someone who steps up down the stretch because we've seen throughout the year that all of these guys kind of keep winning games. You get a Morel game here, you got a Flanagan game here, you get a breakfield game here. Those three kind of continue to rotate. One of those threes will need to step up and say, All right, I'm the guy. I'm putting this team on my back. We're going. We're gonna win this game in this tournament. I'm gonna be the guy that you can rely on you know, in the closing minutes, if the, if this is a one possession game, get him the ball right now, Chris Beard would have a decision to make. Who do you give the ball?
3: Mm-hmm. Somebody needs
2: to step up. So you can decide, all right, there is eight seconds left in a one possession game in the first round of March Madness, whether you're playing out in, I don't know, South Dallas against Utah is what uh, Joe Lenardi has right now, eight, nine seed in Dallas, almost Utah. Yeah. That's a winnable game. That I mean, yeah. the 8 9 ten is tough, like we said, but that's a winnable game. And when you look at the other 8-9 seeds, New Mexico, I mean, shout out to what Patino's doing out there, but New Mexico is New Mexico. They don't play nobody, Paul. Like it's a, it's a legitimate opportunity here to capitalize on what you have already built. It's just a question of can you find that consistency? Can you find that guy? Can you really continue to rely on one singular entity? Because having regular season games won by a couple of different guys is great. Once you get to the tournament, you have to have that guy. And as of right now, I don't really know who that is. And I think that's okay, but you got to figure it out. Come March. You got to figure it out. When you come to Nashville, one of those guys needs to win a game for Ole Miss multiple times. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, I think it's possible. And I was talking, I was kind of joking on Saturday. I, uh, that rebounding performance was atrocious. It was yeah. really hard to watch, but you can win a game on block shots. You can win one game. You can't, you can't go to the Sweet 16. You can't go to the Final Four without rebounding. You can win one game in March Madness without rebounding and just yeah. blocking shots because this team blocks so many shots. Because it's so fun. So <clears throat> it's possible. It's possible.
1: You have to be really, 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 really efficient offensively to get by game after game in March without any kind of defense. Miami basically adopted that last year and just said, we're just going to outshoot the hell out of the basketball. Uh, We're just going to shoot the hell out of the basketball and we're just going to outplay you offensively and we'll figure it out the rest of the way. Uh, It got them in the end, uh, didn't win at all, but made a final four run. So um, there's – Teams that can do that, but I don't know if Ole Miss is ready for that yet. This team can do that. I, I think the guy that you're talking about stepping up, he's already done it multiple times this year, is Jalen Murray. Um, that would be great. He was brought in as a guy that has March experience, played on those St. Peter's teams. I think that was the big thing with Beard. Loves him from the Bronx. Stand up. Uh, tough That New York toughness that that – players are known for he has that but he's been great I, I think I initially think and this is no disrespect to to Juju Murray he was brought in because he was older be a leader he's played in March experienced all that but he's taking his offensive game to a new level um I think that's probably one Morel has got to be a guy that you count on down the stretch he's played a lot of basketball I'm you say- know he wants it one more than anybody
2: Morel's a guy that can play in the league. I, I yeah. know that's a, I know that's a hot take right now because he hasn't been super consistent. He doesn't necessarily have that extra gear every game, but he has shown to me some of these flashes. I mean, even on Saturday, a couple of those, you know, up uh, in transition offensive pushes when they got Morel the ball in space and he was able to drive to the lane. That was a next level player, and, and so I hope that. Yeah, and if you're Chris Beard, you hope the same thing. All right, kid now's your chance. You've been here long enough. You don't have an opportunity to stick around any longer. Like you got yeah. You got it. I mean, well, maybe he might have the fifth year kind of the, the COVID waiver actually. Yeah. Um, But like, you got to figure it out now. So if he can step yeah. up and Murray can bring that experience, you've got kind of the two guys, you've got that leader, then you've got, I mean, the pieces are there. Can you put them together? And that's the difference here because like Pearl said, it took him, three four years to build but but Chris Beard has done yeah in one year and you sustain that when it comes to the end like you, the regular season's yeah. great all of his success is great non-conference is great losing four out of nine not so great what happens when you get to the postseason
1: yeah I think they've done enough legwork already can't fall flat on their face the rest of the way but I think they've done enough in the non-con to get into the NCAA tournament. It's We're just in. a matter of avoiding those landmines. But you look at the history of the program, last time winning a game in March 2015, which I don't know how much of a March Madness nerd you want to be. It was the first four game. Yeah, I don't, I think I don't it's, count it. So you, you get the crazy win over BYU, lose to Xavier in the first round. And the over driver. Yeah. Uh, 2019. You get blown out by Buddy Heald in Oklahoma. The last time Olmes has won a true March Madness, a true NCAA tournament game was 2013, upset Wisconsin as the 12 seed. Um, last time Olmes won two games in March in the tournament, 23 years ago, 2001. Got all the way to the Sweet 16, lost to the eventual national champions in Arizona. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you talk about unprecedented territory. And Bruce Pearl's words are kind of ringing even more true as we talk it out here on the show. Pretty incredible what Beard's done in year one. I, hearing him all around Oxford, all around, you know, going around the fundraising circuit, him talking about the, the term that I heard people say, Chris Beard would say, when we win. It wasn't if we win or, hey, you know, hang with us in the first couple. No, he said, when we win. And, Dude's looking like a prophet right now because Ole Miss is really playing good basketball. Again, bummer to lose that game to Auburn after being up at, at the half, being up, I guess, what, at one point by 14, 15 points. Auburn's more. a Auburn's a damn good team. Uh, Pearl praised his team for the fight, never giving up, but he also praised the environment and said that that was one of the tougher environments Auburn had played in all year. So I think Ole Miss is on the right track. I, I think they're... I think Ole Miss is probably a year or two ahead of uh, what Beard probably honestly expected. You you know, he's a coach. He's a competitor. He's going to always say that he thinks that Ole Miss can win. But I think if he, some true serum, he probably thought it would take two, three years. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, if you're an Ole Miss basketball fan, you you gotta be happy. You you gotta be elated with the start.
2: But hesitant. If you were in Knoxville, you're hesitant. (laughs) I, I saw that game and it's just that one that one sticks with me. I mean, that one that one was a tough one. You really, I, I, don't I know think how Tennessee you walk away and
1: yeah, Tennessee though, if if Tennessee's healthy, I know all the jokes about Rick Barnes, you can't get it done in March. If Tennessee's healthy though, that that has a elite eight fringe final four team,
2: it's a tournament team. So you got to be able to prove that you can beat tournament teams. And as of right now, yeah, you've lost to Auburn twice, you've lost to Tennessee those are the tournament teams. I mean, when you look at the rest of the schedule, UCF maybe sneaks in. Memphis is in the conversation, I guess. That's really it. I mean, that's really it.
1: UCF is playing good basketball. If you're Ole Miss, you need UCF to keep winning. Ole Miss is 61 in the net right now. If this is through games through the fourth, so 61. The thing that sticks out to me here that is good for Ole Miss, two and three in quad one games, Take that year one, two and one in quad two. The big thing in quads three and four, I'll miss is 14 and 0. That's, I know, I know nobody cares about three and four quad games, but you got to win, you got to win your clunkers, right? We say that. Yeah, in you care the about
2: them if you lose.
1: Right. So now it's like, hey, 18 and four, just go out, steal a couple on the road and take care of business at home. And I think i miss is going to be just fine. Um, Speaking of just fine, if you need your Ole Miss gear, go to College Corner. Can't stress it enough. If you order online, collegecornerstore.com, the shipping and handling is pristine. It will get to you quickly. Um, they got the real tree. They got the hoop and the sip gear. I know that they're restocking that because it's selling like crazy. Everybody loves the hoop and the sip gear. Go get you some of that. Baseball's coming up. They got baseball stuff. Um, but go check them out, collegecornerstore.com. Or if you're in Oxford, check them out at Cisk Avenue. Um, get ready as uh, basketball is, is getting really fun at this point. I mean, these weekends now are starting to be slammed with really good games. So this is when you got to start getting into, that, getting into that mindset where we're getting close to March. So um, exciting times. Um, get over to the pavilion if you can during the week good ticket to get. And then on the weekends, man, you got to get there. It's a, it's a fun environment. So Grace, anything else before we head out? Any other final thoughts?
2: Yeah. I'm just looking at this run and we talked about it off the jump. Rather than games, you must win. I'm going to go ahead and do games. You cannot lose. You cannot lose either game to Missouri. You cannot lose to Georgia. Yeah. Everything else. Those are toss-ups. You'd love to split South Carolina. You'd yeah. love to sneak one. Maybe. I think, think you probably beat Texas A&M in the final game of the year at home. Yeah. You cannot lose to Missouri and you cannot lose to Georgia. Everything else, house money cannot lose yeah. those three games.
1: Mississippi state will be tough. They're 44 in the net. They're eight and two good at team. home. They, they play well at the hump. You got to try to get that one, sneak that one and then take care of business against the clunkers. And I think you're going to be in a good spot heading into a conference tournament. So um, we'll be keeping you abreast of all things hoops and look, recruiting never stops. It's the dead period, but there's recruiting. We'll find a way to buck its head. It will always find a way. So stay locked in. omspirit.com. We will have all of that for you there. Shout out to college corner for powering the show and appreciate Grayson hopping on here. We'll, uh, we'll try to make this a regular thing.
2: Yeah. Good to but be to bad you
1: guys every monday yeah i mean we'll, we'll get your week kicked off in a uh in a good way so uh that will do it for talk of champions short sessions Till next time we out